Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to everyone who shows us any support in any kind of way. Um, specific shout out to the students of By the Hood University as well as all the youth from the By the Hood ownership camp. Um, first and foremost, Happy New Year. You know what I mean? 2022 is here. And, you know, we're looking forward to doing bigger and better things. Um, as you saw our last episode, our camp is about to go to the moon. So I'm looking forward to, um, you know, all the energy and information that we share in the community. But I got my brother, my partner, Crowns, on me. Core, what's up, good brother? What's really good? Everybody good, man? You know, welcome to 2022. Enjoy enjoy life, man. You know, live, laugh, love, all that other good stuff. Uh, you know, it's no bad day to be alive. This is true, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, 2021 was kind of crazy. We knew 2020 was. 2021 was just as crazy. You know what I mean? But um, but our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing positive work, who are putting positive energy into our community, people that look like us that we want to highlight. And listen, we have another member of our community, right? This is the bro. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. But um, and, and the thing is, um, you know, we're in multiple communities with this brother. He He's doing positive work. He's a newly published author, also entrepreneur. I'm going to let him tell a little bit about his story, man. But this is, we really want to highlight this book because my brother just became a published author. And I think that's amazing, man. I like to highlight, you know what I mean, our folks out here putting literature down because, you know, that's going to live beyond years, right? You know what I mean? Man. So I got our brother Ross aside here. Ross, what's up, bro? Man, peace. How y'all doing, man? How you, Good, everybody man. out there doing? Happy New Year. Man, I, you, like, you asked me about uh, the whole how does it feel to be an author thing, man. I was telling uh, Corey the other day, y'all inspired me with the content that y'all put out and just how consistent y'all are with it. Shout out to On Your Time and Space, man. So I'm appreciate that. Know, appreciate you, that, man. Yeah, appreciate man. Absolutely, man. So, you know, you, you, you know you, you've been around on a pod before, like telling a story about, you know, the connection with the bros and, and what that was about. But, Word. you know, we can talk about you. This is really about highlighting you and everything that you've got going on. Um, just as a quick recap, though, um, tell our audience exactly where you're from. OK, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I also have Atlanta as kind of my second home. But uh, but yeah, I'm graduated from Morehouse College jump directly into entrepreneurship my experience with raising venture capital as a first time young black entrepreneur led my partner and i to co-found bro capital which is the first cooperatively owned and operated financial technology company that's specifically designed for the financial wellness of black men so ultimately we created a platform for black men to pool all of their forms of capital, not just their financial capital, but their social, intellectual, spiritual, natural, so on and so forth. Um, and, and we've been been rocking for the past five years. And of course, as I sort of explained in the book, which is entitled Heal Thy Hustle, it really details, I guess, some pieces of how I, I came to right healing my hustle and jumping into entrepreneurship directly after college um really was uh i really i want to say a, a shock to my system because i think I, it kind of was the breaking point in the sense that in college you know we talk about the broke college student 
and how, you know, you eating trash and, you know, people kind of laugh and joke about it. But over those four years, it's a lot of damage that can be done to your body when you eating trash. And so I definitely was eating a whole bunch of processed carbohydrates and hydrogenated fats and, you know what I'm saying? Alcohol, like just, you know, staying up late, getting no sleep, barely exercising. So all of those things definitely culminated to some digestion issues, some health issues. And it was like, okay, for me to truly be on my A game with this business, I got to be healthy. And so that's when I kind of got sent down a rabbit hole in a sense of healing myself, documenting my own journey. And then, you know, pretty much the the points and the highlights of things that actually work through that scientific process is what I put into the book itself. Man, I got, couple, I got a couple questions based on that, right? So first and foremost, um, you went right into entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, and my, I guess my question is most people, a lot of people I know that are entrepreneurs don't just jump right into it. Like they're, you know, maybe they work a job or something. Something led to it. Right. Um, was that always your plan or how'd that come about? Yes, that was my plan, man. To be honest, I, I'll never forget. I was in like a senior high school and we had to write down in our English class, like what we were going to do after high school. And I told her, you know, I was going to be my, I told her I was going to be an entrepreneur. I was going to own my own business. And she said, what's, you know, you got to have a plan B. What's your plan B? And I was like, plan B is to make plan A work. I don't, I don't know anything else. Right. And so I, um, that was kind of my mindset of, you know, reading rich dad, poor dad's guide to invest. And like, I wanted to be an accredited investor or, you know, starting a, a landscaping company when I was 17, 16, 17, really 13. But once I began driving, it kind of really kicked up. And like, I also pretty much own my own business at 16, 17, paying myself a salary every week. I was pretty much spoiled from there. So I, I had internships and things like that, but I knew that I wanted to get directly into entrepreneurship. And my brother and I, we actually founded a trucking company based upon his experience in the trucking industry and based upon my experience with logistics at, uh, I used to work for NASA some years ago, right? In, in high school and college in their fleet management. So so it was it was it was kind of planned, but of course, right, serendipitously, it kind of all fell into place. And I think about now what would have happened if I hadn't gone to Morehouse or what would have happened if I had graduated just a year earlier, like I had planned and you know what I mean? So so, yeah, putting it all together, it was kind of my plan, but it wasn't. It, it didn't come together exactly how I thought, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Okay. It's, it's funny, Core, right? The bro is so accomplished that he didn't even recognize that he'd be saying stuff like, "No, I used to work for NASA." Yeah, I worked yeah. for NASA. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a Morehouse man. He worked for NASA. He said it so yeah. like, <laughs> like these man, ain't bro. real accomplishments. Yeah, <laughs> listen, bro, where, where, listen, bro. Where I come from, people don't work for NASA and they don't go to Morehouse. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, right. Like you know, that, just that's, to that's, let, that's, just to let you know yeah, that you so, are super accomplished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I that's cool. it, man. Listen, but here's something else I want to talk to you about, right? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm constantly trying to work on my health and get my life together, man. So I'm going to definitely, right. um, you know, um, read the book and take pointers from you. But one of the things I recognize in trying to, you know, get my health together is how much I just didn't know until I was an adult, right? So coming from where I come from, like, you know, we're, we're basically um, not, and I'm not trying to say that I'm, you know, because it's all relative, right? Right. But I'm talking about a community, not necessarily like I didn't grow up in poverty. I'm not going to say that I had, I had both parents. I ate every night. But what I'm saying is, even with that, I really didn't understand food. Right. I didn't right. understand like right. carbs or how like uh, how much water I should be drinking. Or I didn't understand yeah. any of that. We were just yeah. eating to survive for the most part. 
Um, I guess we weren't eating to survive when you think about it. But anyway, um, was that something that you experienced coming up or is it something that you've seen in your work when you talk to people that a lot of us just don't know? Man, that is, that's definitely something that I experienced. And, um, you know, to your point, I, in the same fashion, right, you know, came up two-parent household for most of my life. For the majority of my childhood, mm -hmm. I had a two-parent household, right? I got a Jay-Z story, parents split at 11. But right around the time, it was just me and mom's in the house, my sister's in college, brother's in college, and um, she's experiencing some health complications. So, you know, the food in the house changed up. And that was the first time that I was introduced to organic food or, you know, whole grain versus this and that. And you know what I mean? So that that was Mom Dukes um, putting me on and her being the type of person, shout out to her, of, you know, when I know better, I'm going to do better. And also, like, if I can avoid medication, I'm going to do whatever I can to not have to take the medication. If I got to take it, then, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So and then. Even beyond that, man, I think about how I always, I never liked cough syrup. And then I found out later as I was just reading the other day, like there's a particular type of sugar in cough syrup that, you know, is bad for your digestion, right? So my body would naturally throw up cough syrup when I was younger. My parents thought I was just being facetious with it. And, you know, I, or even I think back into how my body responds to dairy. And I was drinking a milk, you know, a chocolate milk every single day at school for how many years? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. These are these were just things that we were taught. And even just the, the food pyramid itself. Right? All right. So, you know, in, in talking about that, right, you talk about the food pyramid, right? Um, yeah. I remember growing up in literally in schools, there would be like the pyramid and they would tell us that milk was great for our bones. Like, you know, what I mean, does the body good and all these kind of things, of course, shaking yeah. his head. But you remember that though, right? Oh, I remember that. I remember how trash that was. My no. my grandmother used to dog the food pyramid, like you know, like it, it, you know. And my grandmother, old Southern woman, so you know, she was like that food pyramid is trash. Mm. You know what I mean? And you right. know, she would. We had vegetables with every meal. She said, "Listen, have a vegetable with every meal, yeah. and make sure that uh, you know, um, we didn't eat." You know, my grandma would cook seven times a day, but we didn't eat seven times a day. I would only eat, you know, after, you know, exertion because I played like four sports. So, you know, after large exertion, you know, then I would eat. But, wow. you know, so I, I, I get, you know, why you would say, you know, what you said about, you know, the food pyramid. No, what I'm saying is like in turn. I mean, I didn't know anything about lobbyists um, when I was a kid, right? So I didn't understand. <laughs> right, I, right. No, I didn't understand like you know what was really behind it. But I remember being in like multiple schools and the food pyramid be there. I remember milk does a body good. The whole campaign. Um, yeah, so it's that funny was, when, that was it's harmful. Funny, but it's funny when he says that he talks about dairy, right? And just what we don't know coming from where we come from, right? Mm -hmm. And even when it, even as it pertains to eating vegetables, in my family the same thing: a vegetable with every meal. But I, I can guarantee you, like, it was never explained to me why. It was just like, <laughs> this is just what you do, right? So it was kind of like yep. the understanding of food, right? Um, yep. But now, you know, now, you like you said, you said your mom told you, like, you know better, do better, right? Exactly. Exactly, man. So, um, and, and you know, my mom was the same way of have a vegetable, but she was real big on green vegetables with every meal. And so mm -hmm. I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, having that, having that foundation. Because even coming up, or even when I was out on my own, you know what I'm saying, fresh out, right, though, that 18, 19-year-old, it's like, okay, you, you know you need to have some vegetables, you know you need to have some green vegetable in there. So I, I'd at least keep some spinach or something, you know what I'm saying, on deck or whatever. But, but yeah, man, knowing, 
your body is so important and knowing how your body works, you know what I mean? Where a lot of people don't know where their organs are. You know what I'm saying? Most people couldn't tell you where their liver was or where their pancreas was or what it does or, you know, their kidneys, so on and so forth. So learning on that journey of knowledge itself, man, like, you know, for me, it was a very, you know, ethereal journey right around spirituality and all of that good stuff. But my spiritual journey was so tied into my physical journey and knowledge itself to where, you know what I'm saying? It kind of really inextricable. And I actually talk about some of that in the book as well around, you know, studying different religious practices and different spiritual systems, how pretty much all of them have a prescription for how to take care of your body. You know what you I'm mentioned, saying? So you mentioned the nations of gods and earth and their impact, right? Was that, and you said that exactly. that was, yeah, so talk about that. Yep. So um, funny enough, man, to even take it a step back further, like, you know, and I, I kind of briefly touch on this in a book to where, um, Malcolm X was real big in my household. You know what I'm saying? My mm -hmm. mother and I was, you know, 90s baby, right? So shout out to the Spike Lee John. You know what I'm saying? We had it on VHS and that was my movie. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I knew about not eating pork. And by the time I got to like 17 years old and I'm able to read the autobiography of Malcolm X, I made the choice right, right around the same time that Mom Dukes is changing up the foods to not eat pork anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that was pretty mm -hmm. much my first time to where I'm like, you know, making a decision about what I want to eat or not, right? But then it was inspired by, you know, the gods and earths of the original man, you know what I'm saying? And taking it back to what were the original humans doing? How were they living their lives? What did their day-to-day -day look like? You know what I mean? What type of food did they eat? How did they bathe and take care of themselves? And, and you know, what did they ultimately the community look like? And so thinking about all of that um, and just doing the research, a lot of the research now is saying that, you know, the modern diet is ruining everybody's digestive system, which is attached to our immune system. And then because our immune systems are compromised, now we just in a world of danger for, you know what I'm saying, any and everything, premature death. And, you know, in this pandemic, right, with the compromised yeah. immune system and uh, what you call it, comorbidities and, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, just just being um, being on that list. So, so yeah, man, it's it's too crucial and, and you can't, take your physical health and separate it from you know mental health or your financial health like everything mm -hmm. is based upon you physically being here you know what i'm saying and being able to put in work unless we just you know we go on with okay asset accumulation insurance and all of that good stuff mm -hmm. and this this you know this conversation around health right it definitely leads into that life insurance asset protection estate planning conversation mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so let me ask you this question right um Let's talk about the book. It's called Heal Thy Hustle, right? Yes, sir. Um, talk about the name of the book. Where, what, what does it mean? What does Heal Thy Hustle actually mean? Word. So the the concept of being a hustler. So whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur hustler, whether you're an underground economy hustler, whether you're, you know, a, a college student, um, single parent, you know what I'm saying? Parent who's in school, right? There's a there's a hustle lifestyle that goes into all of that. So um, in order to do those things well, we often sacrifice our physical health. And so healing your hustle is pretty much not stopping. Right? I don't want you to stop your hustle because, you know, we got to do it. But to heal it, just to bring in some more, not, I want to use a cliche term of balance, but injecting much more healthier practices in there and right and creating ways that you can you know, create healthier practices without getting too far away from what you're doing. 
And I, that was pretty much for me, the value of trying to put this book out, making sure that it's for the entrepreneurs, for that lifestyle to where I understand you, you already got limited time. You already got a million things to do. You already spread thin. So how can we kind of interject some of these things? And the book is about healing your hustle. It's not about being perfect, right? It's not about, you know, this is the new cult diet to have. And this is the fad. It's pretty much these are the things that I found that work for me. Um, and I base I broke it down to like five basic health practices amongst some other things. But these are the things that work for me you know, take them, see if they work for you um, and share them with somebody else, right? To see if they work for them as well. So not necessarily trying to be perfect or, you know, you got to be the most healthiest and we trying to live for forever type of deal. But, you know, we just want to have a, it's about increasing the quality of life. So while you're here, you know, we talk about that luxurious lifestyle. Yeah. That luxurious lifestyle also entails good health, you know, and having full access to your limbs and everything that, you know, your body offers. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, though. Um, in your experience of going through this, what is the biggest yeah. misconception you think that um, our folks have about, you know, um, food or, or, or just being healthy? What do you think is the biggest misconception? I think the biggest misconception is that you got to have a lot of money. Um, because I know that there are food deserts and I know that there are places to where it's hard to access the food. Right. Um, so I, I don't want to diminish that in any way, but again, this is coming from somebody who, you know, college student, broke college student, jumped in directly into entrepreneurship. So it wasn't like I had a whole bunch of money anyway. So these are, you know, things that I developed. So even if you just start off with, you shout out to a bag of spinach, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. getting spinach or getting stone fruit, getting a bag of stone fruit, because as we all know, when you're cooking the food, it's going to last you longer than if you are just eating out continually, right? That's going to yeah. drain your pockets and your overall vitality after a while. Another thing I talk about in the book is that while you're eating out and buying all of that stuff that's in a package or somebody else prepared, you don't know what's in that food. So they might have put some sugar in there. They might have put some milk. They might have put, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of stuff that if you have a, an allergic reaction to or is you know ultimately bad for your health situation you're not able to control that so i think um and then also the fact that there's a lot of herbs in your kitchen cabinet right now that we call seasonings you know that you could use to heal yourself to remove inflammation from the body uh, you know a whole bunch of stuff and that's kind of been my thing like i'm a certified herbalist certified personal trainer those were certifications that I got in 2018, right along this journey, you know, based on personal interests, things that I that I wanted to get into. But my whole goal was to demystify herbs to where it's not something to where it's just this magical, you know, it's only for the woke, you know, so-called hotel crowd, you know what I mean? But, but I know you got some cayenne in your cabinet. I know you probably got some garlic in the kitchen right now, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Eat hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? That's a, a cayenne tincture. If you eat mustard, that's turmeric and vinegar paste. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. kind of just bringing it to people in a way that they can understand. Let me ask you this, Frank. You talked about becoming um certified herbalist as well as personal trainer along this journey of getting to the point to write this book. Um, yeah. What is the, what is one, what is one of the biggest things that you learned along this journey, right? So you've been in this journey for a while, but when you started to like put pen to paper and decide you were going to like write this book and share this part of your story, what is something that yeah. you learned? Man, um, along this journey, that just for me, the importance of the gym, 
And I think, you know, as I talk, like Heal the Hustle, this, this is volume one. This was like really the tester where I wanted to put it out and get other people to engage with it and get the feedbacks because, you know, as I learn more, as I increase my studies, I'm, you know, want to come out with more content. But I think volume two is going to be about the importance of weightlifting. You know what I'm saying? Where I know a lot of people are, you know, cardio heads. It's like, oh, I just want to, you know, keep my heart pumping and so on and so forth. But I'm a real big advocate of weightlifting um, because I think it's, it's the founder of youth. What do people lose as they get older? They lose their muscle mass. So how do we combat that, you know, through training, but also the meditation of it um, and just all of the different life lessons. Man, I got some other content coming out um, called, you know, today's life lesson in the gym. And, you know, it's just so many different things that I reflect on while I'm in the gym that have an application to, you know, larger parts of life. So, so yeah, for me, the gym is so important and I want to share that with people. Um, and also something that's important, right, is very similar to investing, just how much investing in your health is, you know, parallel to investing in your finances in the sense that it's the dollar cost averaging that counts. You know what I'm saying? It's not <laughs> one big lump sum that does it, right? It's me working out every single day, you know what I'm saying? Eating a salad mm -hmm. multiple times a week, you feel me? And that adds up over a span of 20 years to where it's not just something you do for one day. And, you know, exercising once a week is better than no times a week, right? Putting mm -hmm. that $10 in Bitcoin is better than nothing, right? So getting people to understand that as well, that yes, over the course, these things do add up. So even if you're able to do five minutes in the gym, you don't have time for a full 45 you know, our session today, go in there with you fully clothed, get some dips in and walk out. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to try to like, do too much of nothing crazy. So that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Just some things that I picked up along the way. That, Building that, habits. Yeah, yeah exactly. Listen, yeah, I, I'm with that, man. I, I, I'm cool yeah. with the gym. As long as I got my um, my stick man workout. Um, <laughs> Yo, what's crazy is a lot of the stuff that you're talking about is the things that I learned. The, the, the one thing that I took from when I was in the U.S. Army is that like knowing your body um knowing the, the the uh how to work out like they they put you on a workout regimen they start you with their workout regimen and then they allow you to to tinker with it as you you know um as you grow in what you do and so um i've known Corey damn near 30 years I've, that's the first time i've ever heard him say something positive about the u.s army i mean that's cause, <laughs> i mean because i played sports all my life and you know i play you know no, most people never seen me skinny but i play sports all my life you know people who know me my whole life you know see me skinny but once i you know i would to be honest i wasn't as healthy when i was playing four sports as when i was in the in the army because i had a, a workout tailored to my body right yeah. So, you know what I mean? So the whole thing about, you know, playing sports doesn't make you healthy. I mean, it keeps your body, you know, in shape and you and you build the habits of working out and stuff. But when you have a workout tailored to your body, it's something totally different, you know. And I didn't do any weightlifting, but the whole thing is I you lift your body weight multiple times a day, you know what I mean? And so weightlifting doesn't necessarily mean picking up iron. Exactly. And so that's that's the other point that I wanted to make about yep. weightlifting. Um Picking up your body weight is weightlifting. You yep. using the calisthenics back then? Uh, man, calisthenics was just the beginning, man. We calisthenics was the the opener, and then we did a, fi a five mile run, and um, you know, but the only thing is the the run came after the heavy lifting of mm -hmm. the body because your body, you know, 
well for my body you you need i needed to do heavy weight lifting before i did calisthenics to be able to lose weight that was the thing that helped me to lose weight because if i did it in the reverse thing i i, I wouldn't lose weight but i would gain mass so it, it was just about, it's not just about working out, it's about in what order you do it also. Right. You know, it's funny, right? right? So the, 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 the parallels between that and say investing are amazing, right? Because I never thought about it the way Rosh just said, like, yo, it's like dollar cost average in the gym. Like, I never thought about that, right? It is. No, but it's, I never thought about it that way. That It makes a whole different sense to me because, you know, I'm, I'm an advocate of dollar cost averaging. But when yeah. you say it like that, Right. And then when Corey starts talking about having things tailored towards you, that reminds me of investing, too, because there's no one size fits all approach. You got to have something tailored towards you. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great conversation. I'm learning. I'm learning as you as you talk a a different way to think about things. um, Exactly. And and that's that's exactly what I wanted the book to be, man, is that, you know, you just made my day right there, man. I I live (laughs) for it. You know, I never thought about it like that. Right. Like, that's exactly what I wanted to be, because, you know, as Corey mentioned, right, like these aren't you know human body's been the same for millions of years you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm not presenting necessarily new information but i wanted to present it in a way to where people can grasp and like you know how it is that mm-hmm. that aha moment is when you know the start of that behavioral change you know what i'm yeah. saying so that's really what i wanted to have you know if somebody get an aha moment from that and then they're able to share it with other people you know my job is done nice Oh yeah, I'm, that's definitely stolen. That's my new thing. You got dollar cost average in the gym, like. But go ahead, Corey. I knew you had a question, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, you 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 come to the point in your journey where you started to write and you you started to put your thoughts on paper. So yeah. what's the uh? You you said you hill I hustle part two. Or it's the beginning of a series. Yeah. How do you plan on um? You know, getting that out to the people. Are you going to write it? Or are you going to do it as a video series? Are you you know how was that? How was that coming to the people? Man, that's um, that's a great question. I know it's gonna be written form off the strength that like written is my medium of choice as an artist. Um, but I know specifically for that gym content, you know what I'm saying? That video is gonna be powerful. So I'm I'm thinking about more video content, and I've been stepping into more video content. Um, because I I do prefer to just you know be behind the scenes or whatever the case. But but I think that's gonna be video content for sure. And, um, yeah, as I learn more, as I'm working with clients, as I'm compiling information, my thoughts in my head and, you know, doing those different little blogs that I was telling you about that, you know, my life lesson I learned in the gym, that's going to be the content that is kind of parallel to this, this volume too. So we, we, you know, I got some, some workouts coming in, um, they reached out to a couple folks, you know, fitness models who I want to work with, get on camera. I've been working with a bodybuilder who's, um, you know, who actually got third place out here. So he was one of my first clients who, you know what I'm saying, placed in a in a local show. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I appreciate you asking me, but but it's gonna be written in video for sure. And we probably gonna do some photos too, but but yeah, written in video. That's what's up. You know, inspiration, uh inspiration comes from a lot of different ways. So uh the other question I wanted to ask you is about environment. So for those people in those environments that you know the food doesn't things of that nature how what do you suggest for them as far as you know because those people are probably the most devoid of time um you know most devoid of the the things that would, would make you um healthy you know so how do you you know what do you suggest for those people in those kind of situations and it's if they really don't have a gym no. membership right? that, that, some people don't have a gym membership so 
So, yep. you know, just to add to that. Absolutely, man. So um, I guess I'll, I'll tackle the gym membership piece first is that, yeah, this is five basic movements to any workout. You know what I'm saying? Your, your body only moves so many ways. So I talk about those five basic movements and just how through mindful movements, period. You know what I'm saying? When you walking up the stairs, right, you could turn that into a workout if you slow down, if you change the pace. Right. So just very basic stuff in your in your everyday movements um, that you can do even around, right? Even doing a push-up the proper way and stuff like that, right? So videos to give those tutorials are, are certainly coming. When it comes to that food piece, man, it's really, it's really no substitute for food. So if you got to hop on that bus and, you know, I, I tell people about when you, how to grocery shop when you get to the grocery store, because, you know, a lot of people think, yeah, you have to have a lot of money. But if you can go into the grocery store with about $20, $25, as I've done in my life and with less money, right, in college, trying to be vegan or, you know what I'm saying, as an entrepreneur who's bootstrapping to where it's like, okay, how much money do we really have to budget? So, you know, if you got to, you've got to take that bus, that train, whatever you can do to go get that fresh food, wherever that fresh food is, you got to go get it. And even when it comes to water, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, drink that tap water if that's all you got, right? That's better than pop, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's levels to it. But if you can get your hands on some distilled water, drink that. If you can get your hands on some alkaline water, drink that, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing about Heal Thy Hustle. It's like, if this is what you have access to, then this is how you do it. It's not something where, you know, you got to spend a whole bunch of money to kind of do a whole lot of stuff. And like I said, a lot of the stuff... A lot of people have access to in their kitchens right now, but when it comes to like those fresh fruits and veggies, man, you gotta, you gotta get them. You know what I'm saying? It's really no substitute around it. Cause if you eat in that box food, processed food, one of the things I talk about in Heal Thy Hustle is just how much hidden sugar is in the food that we eat. You know what I'm saying? So if you, let's say, right, you go to a restaurant um, and you order a burger you know, you thinking that, oh, I'm going to get my sugar when I get my dessert, right? There's sugar in the bun. There was sugar in that barbecue sauce. There was sugar in the ketchup. You know what I'm saying? Then it's um now, then when you get to dessert, you know what I mean? They, then it's how much sugar in there and just the different grams. Then it was sugar in the soft drink that you drank. And all of this sugar ends up adding up and feeding all these different other millennials. So it's, it's, it's really... And, and I'm not even advocating for veganism inside of Heal Thy Hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, the, the leafy greens should be the base of what you eat. But again, it's not about being perfect. It's about, you know, doing what works for you, but also just being mindful in the process of whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I like that you said it's not about being perfect. Because that's I can think some people think they have to be perfect or they have to go vegan. Right. But you can just make those small yeah. changes to your life. Exactly. Exactly. And, I, and like I added, um, you know, we, we did a live the other day is five basic health practices and it's really six. And I gave five the uh, the other day. But, you know, shout out to y'all being the bros and the fam and, you know, y'all's community. I want to break these down. These these are for anybody. These are for anybody. So first things first, you got to get your water in. If you're over 130 pounds, you need a gallon a day, period. You know what I'm saying? And if if anything that comes, at, you know, before you get that gallon in. The answer is you're not drinking enough water. Once you're drinking enough water, then we can go ahead and address, you know what I'm saying, whatever else may be happening. But first things first, you got to drink that water um, along with your leafy greens. And I count water and leafy greens together because it's so important, not, not just what you put in your body, but what's coming out of your body. Right. So if you're putting the right things in, but they're not coming out, you still gonna have an issue. So 
getting that fiber from those leafy greens in. You're also getting that chlorophyll and that sunshine and all of that good energy. So water and leafy greens. Then you want to make sure that you get in your rest. A lot of people aren't getting rest. But, you know, when you're tired, I'm a, I'm a definitely an advocate of get your rest. Shout out to my brother, Corey, being a tourist. It's like when I'm real rested, I'm going to do the work. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem doing the work. But when I need a nap, I need a nap so I can do the work. So, you know, get your rest. The next thing is you want to make sure that you are exercising. So whatever that is, like bro just said, uh, you know, calisthenics. Um, I, I, I do prefer body weight exercises or something to where you're lifting, really building muscle. That cardio is good too, not to not to diminish that. Um, then along with that exercise, you want to make sure that you are taking baths. A lot of people take showers. It's one thing to bathe yourself and take a shower. It's a whole nother thing to submerge yourself into water for a second. And then, you know, really let your organs warm up and what, what it does for the inside, what it does for the outside. And if you can't fit your whole body in the tub, do a half and half situation. Most people can't fit in bathtubs. So if you're over like six feet or something, like don't even worry about it, but do half and half. And then that last piece is fast. You got to fast um, to give your body time to rest, to give your body time to heal up. You know what I mean? We most even if you're vegan, most people eat too much, period. So not eating too much is really one of those main things for for health. So water and leafy greens, get your rest, get your exercise, um, take a bath. And then, of course, you got to fast. So those are like if anybody, if you do those things, would it be I kind of kind of go into like the details on how to do them, best practices for those inside of the book but it's pretty much those five things that you know are going to keep you in a uh, a solid decent healthy state that you'll be able to combat you know whether it be covid or a cold or flu and not saying that and i also talk about in the book is that western medicine and eastern or allopathic medicine they can all you know exist together right that naturopathic mm -hmm. and the modern is it, it can all work together but the thing is go for that natural first and then if you still having issues and it's like, okay, let's, let's take it up a notch and go with a little bit more technology, mm -hmm. but your healing is already at your fingertips. Nice. Nice, man. Hey, listen, um, <laughs> I'm learning a lot as we, as we sit here. Right. It's, and it's not, it's not, like you said, it's not new information It's how you're expressing it. Right. Which is important. That's why I wanted to make sure we bring you on to talk about this because one of the things um about what we do about the hood and talking to people, about the various things that they're doing, whether they're building businesses, authors, whatever it may be, is culture, right? And what I mean by that is you're expressing things in a way that I understand, right? Somebody else can tell me the same information, but not express it that way. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, when you hit me with the dollar cost averaging, it is, it just like, it made sense, right? So, yep. um, and, and so man, listen, I'm excited, man. I, I can't wait to, uh, Get my hands on a book, man, and um, you know, and 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 go through it, man. So, Corey, you got anything else you want to ask, the bro? Uh, just what's the plan for twenty twenty two? Not but outside of Hill Guy Hustle, you know, the the the, the sequential things that's coming with Hill Guy Hustle. What's the yeah. what's the plan, you know, for Ross or the Bros or you know whatever you you you're willing to share? What's the plan for twenty twenty two? Man, the plan for twenty twenty two is to take the banking to the next level, man. Shout out, oh, to man. Y <laughs> and the information they've all been putting out there, man, it's just golden to where no matter what you into, it's like, yeah, like you say, if it's, you know, the job and then you take that money in and invest it, whatever the case. So that's that's the plan, man. Really turn up on this staking and these rewards and 
you know, yeah. greater dividends, you know what I'm saying? All of that good stuff. Um, just expanding the portfolio and um, increasing the knowledge. But but yeah, man, really taking capital in at one rate, putting it back out at another rate, man. There we go. For real. For real. Um, and then, of course, you know what I'm saying? Just taking uh, taking our health seriously, right? You know what I'm saying? We got our own. Everybody got their body goals. So I got my body goals, too, that I'm working on. Um, but, yeah, just uh, – and, and shout-out to the bros, man. We building. We got some um, some special stuff going on this year. We're going to turn up. Shout-out to our, our transition, you know what I'm saying, us coming in at year five. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for what for everything that that's, you know, got to bring, too. But – but yeah, man, just continue growth, man, and, and just more of the same, but just on a higher level, you know. Yeah, no doubt, man. Shout to the bros, man. That network is powerful. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a powerful Word. network, man. And, and and you know, I'm, I'm happy to be, you know, uh, a part of it, man, because you you guys are doing amazing work. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Like I say, it's you know, I am because we are. You feel me? Shout out to Ubuntu. You know what I'm saying? Off the strength that mm -hmm. yeah, our network, I can top the bro network because of the work that y'all do and the work that the other bros do. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate y'all no for being a part. So listen, man, to our audience, make sure you pick up this new book, man. This is this is somebody from the community looks just like us who's out here, you know, um, as an entrepreneur, but also now an author and teaching and like pouring into our people, trying to you know help us all. And I, I think it's it's very important to share this message as we start the new year. Um, you know, everybody, well, you know, you're not know at the top of the year. Everybody, you know, <laughs> new, you know, new year, like, new me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 time to share this message, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm definitely, um, personally, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to uh, grow from this conversation as well as the uh, the content that you're putting out. Um, it's something that I needed to hear myself right now. So, you know, I want to thank you first and foremost, and also give you your flowers because you know you are about our people. Um, you know, and you're not. You're unapologetic about that, which is dope. So I just want to give you your flowers. Hey, thank you, good brother. Thank you. Thank I appreciate y'all, man. For sure, for sure. Like you say, uh, you family, it's all good. And also, they can pick the book up at healergang.com, H-E-A-L-E-R-G-A-N-G.com. And we also have um, some, you know, your herbs in the store for your elderberry, your black seed. And if you want to get some sea moss capsules, you know what I'm saying? We had that in the store as well. Um, but yeah, just, yeah. Is that also at Healer Gang? It is at Healer Gang. All that say Healer oh, Gang. Oh man! Oh yeah. So I'm gonna and make I'm, sure I put all that in the description. Um, in the show notes okay. as well as the description, I'll put the website gang, as well gang. as um, where you can check. See, that's what I'm talking about. Culture, man. See, like you know, what I mean, I'm ready. You know, <laughs> ready to go to Healer Gang and get my herbs up. You know, Happy New Year with some herbs, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. So um, and this is what I'm talking about with culture, man. So for everybody out there listening, please make sure you follow Ross on social. See what he's got going on. Pick up the book. Get your herbs, man. Hit the brother up, man. Um, and you know, uh, hopefully everybody can start that 2022 off, uh, you know, blessed and, and, you know, we yeah. can build from there, man, you know, so appreciate you brother. Thank you for sharing your time with us once more, you know what I mean? Thank um, you. and you know, we continue to build. We will appreciate y'all looking forward to the, you got, man, for the audience, man, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep game elevates and we'll see you guys in our next episode. Peace. Yeah.